0: Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to all. Welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm so excited to be with you today. I'm giving you a few moments to join. I realize sometimes I just get started and we need to have a few moments for folks to gather before we start officially. So welcome. Welcome. Hope that you have been having beautiful days one after the other welcome welcome everyone this has been a glorious summer for me for sure just remembering to pay attention to pay attention to nature to pay attention to my body to pay attention to my family my loved ones my work just really to pay attention and listen both listen on the inside and listen on the outside to what's going on in my world. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. Very, very happy to be here with you once again. I'm with you from Sag Harbor, New York, a beautiful neighborhood in what is commonly known as the Hamptons. This particular area where I am uh, is a neighborhood called Sag Harbor Hills that was founded in 1950 by African-American families. This area was the one area that covenants in Long Island and in New York allowed for African-Americans to build. Yes, that was a fact Uh, not many years ago that there were only certain places where not just African-Americans, it was also true for Jewish people that there were many places where folks were not allowed to build. This happens to be a neighborhood where African-Americans were allowed to build. And so three communities grew up here, uh, Sag Harbor Hills, Nineveh, and Azuras. And families uh, from educators to lawyers and doctors and uh, school administrators corporate executives, postal workers, government workers, all kinds of folks came to this neighborhood and built summer homes. Many are now, I guess, two or three generations in, uh, many choosing to live here full-time, especially after COVID, a lot of people chose to live here full-time. For my family and me, we've been coming to this community for mm, more than 25 years and we love it love being in the the space being near the beach and being able to renew and refresh and reinvigorate in the summer i'm hoping that wherever you are in this season of summer that you are also being able to find a way to reinvigorate to rejuvenate to reset your batteries like if you imagine that we have uh Uh, what are they called? The batteries that you can recycle that you plug them in and they keep on working. And so isn't that what happens inside of our beings? So as I am here uh, with my family working and also taking a few days off here and there, I've been contemplating what is the biggest driver in life? Like, if you could just choose what what is the biggest thing that you would say drives your life, drives you forward, or even drives you to stillness, whatever it is, what would that biggest driver be? It's a good question, isn't it? Uh, and And I've been asking people, and it's not always the easiest thing to answer. Because we think of little things, but we don't always think about the big thing. And I remember some years ago in meditation, I asked the question, what am I supposed to do next? That was it. What's next? What's next for me? I had just finished writing a book and turning it in, and it had taken me a couple of years to work on this book. and. So I thought it would probably be a book, but I just wasn't sure what was my heart telling me I should work on, what was next. And in my meditation, I literally heard a voice. And I'm not one of those people who's seeing things out in the universe and uh, imagining, and I say imagining, some people would argue with me, uh, that things in the cosmos are coming to talk to me. That's just not been my thing. But in this moment, I was sitting in meditation at a meditation intensive and I heard a voice say, choose the truth. And it was very strong, very clear. And so, and it stuck with me. You know how, when I do meditations with you, say whatever comes, allow it to float by like a cloud and if it's meant for you to hold on to, it'll stick with you. Well, sure enough, at the end of this meditation, even though you know, I noticed this voice distinctly saying, Choose the truth, I didn't hold on to it. Other things came and went in my awareness, but that stuck with me. So I wrote it down at the end of the meditation and then I started contemplating it. So, what I was in the midst of doing at that moment. Was working on a series of book ideas for my publisher. And so I said, well, let me write this down. Now, for those of you who are authors or who want to be authors, who've ever written a book proposal, book proposals are usually long, thorough, incredibly detailed. I had about six or seven book ideas that I had developed. Sort of shorter versions of Proposals, but they were proposals. And at the last minute, I wrote this down, choose the truth. And I wrote a few sentences to describe what I thought that meant. You know, what had come up for me in my meditation, I wrote down. When I went to my publisher the following week with my seven book ideas, what did the publisher want? You got it. Choose the truth. And the only difference was publishers said rather than call it choose the truth call it choosing truth okay and you need to know typically publishers can control the title of books and also the cover art there are many other things that authors can control but those are marketing things so they keep that under their control to change it from a straight up verb to a gerund, choose to choosing, seemed like a small compromise. And they ended up putting a picture of me on the cover. So go figure. First of all, that indicates the power of meditation. I talk about that a lot, but I thoroughly believe that when you meditate and you allow yourself to be still and listen to the voice inside, you get answers. the the answers coming from your own inner wisdom, that inner wisdom that connects you to the divine. That's what I believe, that's what I've experienced time and time again throughout my career and my life. Anyhow, that book became an exploration of the inner journey, mine, as well as many people that I interviewed. And it was all about how you get to a deeper place of understanding. What is the truth? Because on certain levels, you think things are true. Imagine if you go back and catalog your life as a child, you thought certain things were true. You went to school, you learned all kinds of things to help give you perspective on what is actually true. You learn from your family, from your community, from your spiritual community, what you value, and in the space of your values, what you come to understand to be true. And so the truth, while the ultimate truth should be everlasting, steadfast, unwavering, getting to that is a completely different thing. Choosing to live in truth and to understand what that truth is, I believe is a lifelong process. And... The book, Choosing Truth, explores that. Why am I bringing this up today? Because I want us to think about the power of choice. And I started this broadcast by saying where I am. I'm physically in an environment that brings me joy, that serves as a uh, source of renewal, physically for my being, spiritually for my being, for my family. We chose to be here. We made a number of choices to make it possible. To be here, for me to work here, I'm working a lot. But one of the odd blessings of the pandemic is that it forced us to work from home and technology made it possible for us to interact just like this. I say very often that when we marry technology with humanity You can create wondrous experiences. Technology can also work to your demise. It is not always a good thing. We know sometimes we get overwhelmed with technology, so much so that we forget to connect back to our soul. But when you balance humanity and technology, you get something like what we're experiencing right now. inspiration on the first broadcast it's visual this becomes a podcast and then it's audio. either way we're connected technology is making it possible for us to connect to each other in ways that we did not have just a few years ago it was rare that people connected by video even pretty rare other than in corporate environments that people did conference calls over audio in the past say 15 years but it's going to be way less years that people connected over video so technology when coupled with humanity when when, when uh, boistering humanity it can be amazing technology off doing whatever it does without the balance of humanity can be frightening but this right here is a wonderful engagement what we're doing together choice we use our brains and our beings to figure out how to manifest our choices and i learned in working on that book choosing truth because i dug very deeply into Working to understand why we make the choices we do, how our choices can support us or derail us, and what happens when we stick to our choices. And that's why I want us to think about the power of choice now. Choice, while it is a noun, to choose is a verb. And I believe that verbs literally are the drivers of our lives. They are the action words. They are what set us into motion. You can have thoughts and to think is an action too, but to move that thought forward to go to the next level so that you're not just daydreaming, which I think we all have done, where we just contemplate something, we imagine something, that we may want to do with our lives, that we, we may want to do in this moment. And then we've imagined it and the moment passes and we didn't do anything but think about it. And for some of us, perhaps many of us, there's certain things that we daydream about over and over and over again, over the months, over the years. And those things just remain sort of in in the swirl of our imagination. Any of you have that experience? I, I have to admit I'm I'm very much an action-oriented person and there's certain things that swirl in my imagination that have yet to manifest. And if that's true for you, well, that makes you human too. Enter choice, the action of choosing to move something forward. What happens when you recognize the power of choice within your own being? When you see that you have the capability to make something happen for yourself, that you do not have to rely on anybody else to make something happen. How many times have you stood down around something that was really important to you because you felt that you had to rely on someone else or um, get the okay from someone else? Somehow there was someone or something else involved So that you felt incapable of taking action, of making the choice that your heart, your soul, your entire being told you you should make. Has that happened to any of you? Tell the truth to yourself. Have you stopped in your tracks, not moved forward, convinced yourself you couldn't do something because someone or something was standing in the way? I have. I have, and I recently thought about something that I could have handled differently. And now, at this stage of my life, I realize "Mm, I really could have handled this differently. If I had handled this particular situation differently, the outcome today would be different. Do you ever have those scenarios play out in your head? I can tell you that I have two scenarios like that right now. And on the one hand, the consequences for not taking a certain action years ago are significant today. It's not end of life significant, but I would say I've made choices in the past that have cost money in the present and in the future. Money that didn't need to have been uh, spent in the way that it was. Do I regret that? Yes. So, you know, when people ask, do you have any regrets? I, I interview people all the time. And I one of the last questions often is, do you have any regrets? Can I tell you how many people say, oh no, I don't have any regrets. Uh, you know, I've learned from all of my mistakes. There's always an opportunity to learn more. And that is all true. And I'm not belittling anybody's answer, but I want to tell you, if I tell you the truth, there are certain things that I regret. If I made a different decision, today there would be a different outcome. Am I uh, losing sleep over it? Sometimes. Am I deciding that my life is over as a result of it? Absolutely not. But if I'm honest with myself, I can say, yeah, if I had handled this differently, the outcome would be different and I would have been happier about the outcome now. So. For me, it's important to be honest with me about these things so that I can recognize the power of choice in my own life. So I chose not to do something 20 years ago, and today the payoff is different because of something I did not do then. Okay, we cannot change the past, but what can we do about the present? What can we do about choices that we make now? Think about it for yourself. Think about your life today. What is important in your life today? Really think about this. If you have a pencil and paper nearby, let's take a moment. Let's take a moment and really contemplate what are the choices before us now? What is important in our lives now that requires us making a choice? That requires us making a choice, two different choices, choice for the moment, for the here and now and a choice for the future. So if you think 20 years ahead, what choices can you make for your life now that will help to set the course for your future? So I, I want to give you an example something that many people may be thinking about now. If, like me, you have elderly parents. Uh, you may be in a position of having to care for your parents in one way or another. Thank God, in in my case, my younger sister Stephanie is living very near to my mother, who is now in assisted living. Thank God, 30 years ago or something, we got her, um, oh, what, what is that extended care? I can't think of the name of it, but there's insurance that you can get so that when you get older, if you, or, or not even just older, and you need support, you can pay for insurance to help take care of your uh, medical bills. And so we got that for my mother. And now, at this stage in her life, we have the resources to take care of her because we've got that insurance. Do I have it for myself? No. And so I thought about this, like, okay, I need to do this now. I'm not getting any younger. I want to ask you, have you thought about that for yourself? Many people who have elderly parents are dealing with this right now. How do I care for my parents? Do I have enough resources to take care of my parents? If you're blessed enough to have your parents, you want to be able to take care of them. Long-term care. That's what it's called. Long-term care. And we have it for our mother. I don't have it for myself. So that's on my list of choices to make, intelligent choices to make so that when my daughter gets to the point where she would need to take care of me, she doesn't have the burden of, that financial burden of having to do it. I just said it out loud. I am looking into long-term care. I need to look into it this week. Why do I say that? The choice to take action now is powerful the choice to not take action now the you know unconscious choice to forget oh yeah i told myself that this thing whatever it is is so important and then life got in the way and i got so busy i forgot and three months went by ten months went by Uh uh-oh this happened and now whatever that choice was is not as viable has that ever happened to you the power of choice what i have learned is, well you know I talk about this all the time, write it down. When a choice comes to you, you understand there's something that you are supposed to do for yourself, for your life, for your family. A choice that is burning inside of you that you understand you need to make. Write it down. Stop what you're doing. Write it down in the moment. Why? Because we forget. Our minds run on so quickly and a thousand thoughts, more than a thousand thoughts, go through our minds in in a blink. It's easy to forget. It's easy to forget even things that we say are important because other things come up, write it down and then prioritize it. Tell yourself this is important. Now I'm going to do this now because it matters now, even if it matters now for the future. If more than one thing emerges, prioritize those various things and then check them off. I know I sound like a broken record. I talk about this all the time. Make your list and check it off. I promise you, when you do that, you feel a sense of satisfaction because you are not uh, relying on your memory. You have concretized it by writing it down. You have committed to looking at your list on a daily basis and on a monthly basis, perhaps also an annual basis. What are the short-term focal points, choices that you said you're going to make for your life? What are the longer-term choices that you say that you're going to make for your life? What are those things? And if you make those choices consistently, then what happens? If you make those choices consistently, then you move forward. Then you realize, oh, I accomplished that, check. The power of choice for me is that I accomplished that thing. I can check it off and know in my heart, yes, I engage my own abilities to move forward and made that happen. Check. And then I can move on to the next thing. can I tell you how fulfilling that is? The power of choice to recognize that your power to choose and to act on your choices propels you forward. It's like I talked about being here in that sense of renewal, rechargeable batteries, that's what it's called. That for me, being in the sun, being by the beach, recharges my spirit, recharges my body, literally. So it's like rechargeable batteries when I'm out in this environment. Whatever it is for you, figure out what that is and choose to recharge in whatever the environment is that will, that will get you animated and, and invigorated and healthy. That makes it easier for you to make your list and check it off. How do I do that? I, I haven't talked about how I make my list in a while, so I want to tell you. There's, there are a few things. I have my long-term list, so what are the big goals? I write them down, usually bold them. If I do it on my computer, which now is helpful, I also do it in a, a handwritten journal, but uh, I, on my computer, let's say on the computer, wherever you do it though, the big buckets. For me, the big buckets are projects for work because I have multiple projects in my business. And I want each project to have its own focus and not get mixed in with other things. Under each project, I write down the to-dos, big to-dos and small to-dos. I have the things that are just for my life, for my health, for my family, for my immediate family, those who live in my house with me, for my extended family my mother, my siblings, my husband's family, my friends are another bucket. Because I'm really busy and I think you are too, I wanna make sure that I check in with my friends. Sometimes I realize that I am not as attentive as I would like to be with friends. And so I periodically make lists of people who I want to be in touch with. Now, In the thick of COVID, I also, and I did, did this with you guys, I made lists of who are the people, and this started with elders, who will be important to check in with regularly to make sure that they're okay. What I have discovered, because we're still living in the pandemic, is many people have suffered. Uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically, because of the isolation. Many people of all different age groups. And so I have a, a broader net that I've cast now, where I just check in with people, not to interrogate them, but to make the choice to connect with them, to offer my love, to offer joy and laughter, to be present and not let too much time pass. And that's part of my cho- my choice, um, and I put it on my list because if I don't write it on my list, I'm telling you, time can go by, and I don't even realize how much time has gone by. The power of choice when you harness that choice, and again, for me, writing it down, organizing it by project, by focal point, and then making breaking each of the uh, tasks down into manageable actions so that's where you get to the daily some things are yearly some things are monthly some things are weekly some some of those actions can be daily when you do that for me it means i sleep better because i'm not waking up in the middle of the night going oh did i remember this did i do that when i write it down Then I execute the plan. Another thing I learned from the wonderful spiritual teacher, Baba Muktananda, he, he suggested that at the end of each day, you recount your day. You know, just look back and notice what happened during the day, what worked well, what didn't work so well. You know, how did your day play out? And then you make a plan for the following day before you go to sleep so that when you wake up in the morning, you are executing your plan rather than creating your plan. It makes you more efficient. It helps you to not forget things that are super important. And it helps you to awaken, take a deep breath, meditate, move forward, playing out, living out the plan that you have enacted making the choice to follow your plan. To choose is an action. In every moment, we have the power of choice. Literally, we have the power to stand up and move. We have the power to do nothing. We have the power to check off the things on our list so that we're moving forward with conscious intention. We have the choice to flounder about and... Not take action. We have the choice to engage in acrimony and arguments and anger and high emotion. We have the choice to engage in peaceful action. In every moment, we have choice. Do you realize that? That is so powerful. And I'm telling you, a lot of people don't realize it. But literally, in every moment, we have power. We have the power to choose how we are going to live our lives. Every one of us. I don't care who you are, what possessions you have, how much money you have, where you live, who you're married to, whether you're single, whether you have children, whether you have a job or you don't have a job. Whoever you are, whatever your life circumstance, you have the power to choose how you're going to live your life. And when you recognize that, it's a game changer. You have the power to choose what is next in your life. You. Think about that. Let that sink in. And today and this week, please give yourself a few minutes each day to be still, to meditate on the power of choice within you not within somebody else, not somebody over here, over there within you. What do you have the power to do right now? What do you want to have the power to do right now? Choose that and see what happens when you choose it. When you choose it every day, give yourself a week of focused choice on what your heart tells you you're supposed to do. Hey, it can also include responsibilities that you have that you've shirked because mm, they're too difficult, too scary. Choose to do the scary stuff. Get it off your list. Oh my gosh, when I take the scary stuff off my list, I feel so much relief. You, The burden is lifted when you choose to let go of the things that I've just been hanging around for a long time, you haven't handled. Choose yourself, choose your own power. It's so good when you do it, I promise you. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's good. And as we close this session of Dream Leapers Inspiration, I want to tell you a choice that I have made that is a gift to all of you in the fall on October 16th, Saturday, October 16th, I am hosting the first ever Dream Leapers virtual retreat. The focus is what's next. That's it, it's all about what's next. As we move out of, hopefully, this period of quarantine, this period of the pandemic, when we move into what's next, when we move into the fall, we think of back to school as the fall, right? But it's also, you know, we're we're leaving the summer and moving into this refreshed state of being where we choose to take everything more seriously and and engage perhaps more deeply than we did when we were playing in the summer. What's next for you as you look forward, as you look ahead? We are going to spend two hours on Saturday, October 16th from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern, that's 11 to 1 Pacific. We are going to spend two hours together. and have a number of speakers uh, where we will meditate together. We will contemplate the power of our dreams. We will look at how the right attitude can make all the difference in the world. We will look at some of the mental health challenges that stand in our way. We will talk about cultivating our ideas and manifesting them, marketing our our ideas so that we can bring them out into the world, financing our ideas so that we get the resources in order to make those ideas manifest. We are going to be exploring what DreamLeapers is, which is an educational platform designed to help people access and activate their dreams. It is a live event. I know folks are tired of virtual engagements. It is, I think just about every element is live. It will be interactive. You can write in questions and uh, the speakers will be able to answer questions. Among the people who will be with me, Les Brown, motivational speaker, who's 51 years in the business as a motivational speaker. He has offered to come and share some motivational wisdom with us. Dr. Janet Taylor, who's a renowned psychiatrist who does a lot of work around trauma and freeing oneself from trauma, will be with us. Uh, A lot of folks are going to be with us, and I invite you to be with us. With the uh, generous donations of Toyota and support from JCC Harlem, this event is going to be free to you. All you have to do is sign up and join us. And you can sign up now. You can go to my website, HarrietCole.com. And uh, just sign up at the top right. You can click the button, sign up, tell your friends. We do want you to sign up, but it's free. So it's Saturday, October 16th from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern, 11 to 1 Pacific. It will be live, Dream Leapers, virtual retreat, what's next. I hope you'll join us for that. And today and this week, the power of choice. So one thing you can do is choose to sign up for the retreat. But all week, please choose yourself. Choose to explore and capture what you want to do for you. Write it down and then do it. Take action. So next week, you will be able to say, I did it. I chose for myself. And I feel really good about it. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.